Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech, a podcast mapping out the Swiss and global fintech scene, connecting fintech enthusiasts with startups, incubators, accelerators, business angels and VCs, and incumbents interested in partnerships. Voice of Fintech will help you navigate the fintech ecosystem. Here you can listen to the startup founder stories, what investors and incumbents are looking for when dealing with startups, and find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're joined by Luba and Tonya, two co-founders and uh, alumni of Credit Suisse who started an interactive investment platform. And we're going to talk about why do we need it? What does it do? Uh, why is it making uh, your life better as a, as a client? And what's new in this space? So I'm very curious what Luba and Tonya are up to. So welcome. How are you today? Hello, Rudy. Thank you kindly for welcoming us to the today's session. I'm Luba Schönig, the co-founder of Mushroom, and very happy to say some few words about my background. I'm originally Bulgarian, um, came to study in Switzerland. My first step in my career was investment banking. It was um, back then the big time of uh, structured products and exotic derivatives. So I started working for Lehman Brothers Zurich on the field of structured products. Later on, I moved to Credit Suisse when I met Tonya in the team of structured products. I stayed there um, some few years and the, my journey goes then all the way to client-facing roles and client advisory roles. I work for a group called Solution Partners at Credit Suisse. And after all of nine years of working for Credit Suisse, I joined Julius Baer. The last five years before our venture started, I was um, setting a team called Ultrahine with Solutions for Julius Baer, covering the largest clients of the bank. So in a nutshell, I've seen all the way from producing investment ideas to placing them to the clients. Great. And Tonya, how did you get to do what you do today as well? You, you met at Credit Suisse, but I think your journey was a little bit different, of course, right? Absolutely. And hello also from my side. So as you said, I'm, I'm Tonya, the second of the two founders. I'm Swiss. I studied in St. Colin, economics and finance. After my graduation in 2003, I moved to London. I worked for JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs in the structuring and sales for derivatives. I'm Oh seven, I moved back to Switzerland. I joined Credit Suisse and I had different roles over the past years. So at the beginning, I was responsible for part of the structured products business. Later, I moved on to the mutual fund side. There I was responsible for the fund analysts and fund advisors. And for the past years with Credit Suisse, I was responsible for the investment advisors and wealth consultants and investment topics dedicated to the largest clients of the Swiss bank. And as Luba said, about one and a half year ago, we, we started U Mushroom, even though we were discussing potential opportunities already in the past. But then it was actually the point in time where we officially started. Luba, what is U Mushroom? Why is it needed and why now? Maybe let's rewind a bit and explain how it works in a big bank. Let's say that if I'm a client of a big bank and I'd like to invest in funds, how does it work today? And then how would it work? if you mushroom comes into play as tony mentioned it's an interactive investment selection platform and why is it needed if you look at the i'll start with the development of fintech and what has been done first which fields of business have been changed first and if you look typically the fintech starts started initially changing basic banking brokerage 
Um, later on, it moved to, to a field called discretionary management, discretionary mandates, or portfolio management. As it, those are the fields which naturally are very prone to implementing technology in a quick and easy way. Where we are settled in this map of fintechs, if you want, so if we plot the fintechs in the context of banking services, is in the field of investment advisory. It's a bit more complicated at first, and what we are effectively revolutionizing is the way investment advisory is done those nowadays. Our mission is to create a global market. And the favorite analogy of Tonya is that we are the trip advisor for investments. My favorite analogy is that we are Amazon for investments, implementing the idea that we are actually a global market where all producer of investment ideas, i.e. banks, asset managers, family offices, but also regular users can meet and exchange. And the other mission, which, we, which is very dear to our heart, is that we want to change the way how people think and feel about investing and how they take investment advice. We want to give the feeling that it's something easy, intuitive, and not cumbersome, and that you don't have to dig dive through a jungle of information. All right. But again, let's focus on the customer and the customer journey, right? So how does it contrast with having a good relationship or in, uh, relationship manager or investment advisor? at the bank currently, right? So I have some savings, I'd like to invest. How does it work today? And how would it work if you mushroom is implemented? It's a really very interesting question. And maybe to clarify at the beginning, we are by nature a B2C platform, but we have B2B elements. So you can imagine that we function in a way like LinkedIn or Facebook, whereby essence the platform is B2C. But there are some some elements which are used by professional clients. And to come back to your other part of the question, whether the relationship manager or the exchange with a with the bank is is more important or or using the platform, what what are the differences? We we see you mushroom rather as a an addition to having a relationship manager. And you also have to imagine that many clients of a bank they don't really get an in an investment advisor or relationship manager because they are just too small because they don't have maybe plus minus three million with the bank. All the clients which don't have a relationship manager, we kind of deliver this digital in investment advisor or support to really find investments which suit my my needs and my my goals, etc. And if you have a relationship manager, then you mushroom is a very handy tool to prepare yourself for your meeting with the relationship manager. And we are convinced that having a better preparation, you can also get much more out of a meeting with the bank than previously. Exactly. I think I've seen some tools in the market, you could call it like a virtual portfolio manager as well, right? So you play with that portfolio yourself, and then you go and meet your relationship manager. Sometimes you can have them also if you are not necessarily a millionaire, but I think the frequency of the contact and the the attention that you get is obviously a lot lower. So understood, so you can prepare for for the meeting, prepare for the thinking. Then still, if you could explain how would that differ versus, let's say, a robo-advisory? Because a lot of the people say, look, uh, I went to a bank and I had x thousand to invest and in switzerland they didn't really want to talk to me so i started a a robo advisory firm really because of this right so how is your platform different Mm -hmm. and that's a very important point and as luba was explaining at the beginning in banking we we differentiate between discretionary mandates and advisory mandates 
Whereas for discretionary mandates, as a client, you give the money to the bank and you tell the bank, do whatever you believe it's best for me, and then report on, on, the, on the performance. On the advisory side, the client is always involved in the investment decisions. So coming back to robo-advisors, robo-advisors are the disruptor for discretionary mandates. So as a client, I also give the money to the robo-advisor and the robo-advisor invests and reports back on performance. We as you Mushroom, we are active on the advisory side. So we encourage clients basically to take care of their investments and to, to take their own decisions. And we help the clients to really take these decisions because with you Mushroom, or for us, the core of the solution was, an, was a search engine for investment solutions, which is really easy to handle. So most of the clients, or at least this is our experience, most of the clients, they have an idea what they want to achieve with the money, which are the topics they would like to invest, but they don't know how to translate this, this idea of, of where to invest into real investment solutions. So your mushroom helps you to find very easily the suitable investment solutions for you. And it also helps you to take a decision whether a certain investment is then really the best choice for you or not, because we are delivering the information about a certain investment in a completely new way. We don't deliver just a table of key figures like basically all other investment platforms are doing. We are displaying the information in a way which is very easy to grasp. And we are also delivering more qualitative information summarized in a very easy way to, to absorb so that you can very quickly decide whether an investment could be suitable for you or interesting for you. And once you decide, well, that could be something, then we deliver all the, the key figures, charts, etc. in addition, and you can dig into more details. And then the last part, which we, which we include as well, is the community. So on our platform, and this brings me back to the analogy to TripAdvisor, you can rate investments as a user. And of course, you can also relate on, on ratings of other users. And, and, and you get this additional confirmation whether something could be good for you or maybe rather not. And in this sense, bringing all these components together, it's really a way how I can be involved in the investment decision and really take this responsibility, be it on my own or be it together with a bank. And this is a completely different philosophy and also approach in comparison to robo-advisors who just take over everything. Understood. Brilliant. So that is very cool. Now you say you're an interactive investment platform. So could you explain this a little bit more and paint a picture? How does that interaction work? Because if I went to a relationship manager, we talked about some investments, they would come with a printout of a PDF. And if I didn't like something, he would have to go back to the office, redo it and then come back and we would need to reschedule the meeting. I think that was the, the lack of interactivity that I missed sometimes. So so how would that work with your platform? Uh, the, you said it's B2C, right? So would people just log in whenever, wherever, on a PC or even on an app and, and, and create the simulated portfolios? Or how, how does that work? So what you do is basically it's a web application, right? And we can, you can also use it from the mobile. We currently don't have yet an app. It's going to be developed in the coming months. But it's very easy to use it both from computer and from a mobile phone. So you basically go on www.umushroom.com, open an account, and from there on, you can start your journey. 
you can register. It's super easy to register. And you can select, you can build a share uh, a shares portfolio. Uh, you can, we have uh, fantastic, very tailored filters, which allow you to translate your need to invest respective, in a respective criteria. You can say, I want to build a portfolio with the biggest tax in, um, with the biggest tax stocks, with, with certain dividend yield, with certain market capitalization from certain geography, et cetera, et cetera. You get a picture. Now you build that portfolio and you can share it on your profile page. You can put, put it on a public and uh, profile and basically everyone who is using your mushroom will see it. People can start rating you. They can start writing comments. We have a very structured way how we write comments and how we let people write comments and write because we want that this information is usable for everyone and it's immediately visible. Typically, when you have community ratings, very often it's just loose and it's just not in a particular structure form. Now, I, as a portfolio manager in that role, can just write back a comment. If, some, if you write me, for example, wow, fantastic selection, why wow, will you include, for example, Tesla, then I can return a comment to that. And that's how you create a dialogue. That's how you create an exchange. If you take the typical advisory process to come back to your question um, in banking, yes, you're right. Normally, we will get you know, a selection of stocks, which is given from our research. We'll construct a portfolio. And our research in banking will never get typically a feedback. How was that perceived by clients? Yes or no. Here, you basically break the value chain and shortcut the communication channels by allowing the portfolio constructor, it could be me as a person, it could be a professional portfolio manager, it could be an investment advisor by bank, depending on the usage of the platform, to immediately get comments from the direct users or for the people who are reviewing the portfolio. Well, thank you. So what's the technology behind it? We, we are very lucky to be able to literally build a platform at scratch. And we use top-notch technology, which is typically used for building platform businesses of our kind, where we put a lot of effort is to handpick the data, which we are presenting to our clients and to our users, and we use different providers. We cover also very different aspects of uh, information. We cover research analyst view because we want to present to our clients what the specialists of the industry think. We cover social media sentiment because we want to summarize to our clients what's the perception of particular stock in the professional press without making them read two tons of article. If they find it interesting, obviously they can go on. And then the third aspect is, as mentioned, the community aspect and the community ratings. That's what other people think or what other people put their money into. So for that, we've picked up the respective technologies, the respective data provider. And where technology helped us a lot is obviously through the APIs, which makes transfer of data very easy and very handy. And uh, where technology also helped a lot is on what Tony was mentioning before is our, we lovingly call it our Ferrari search engine, where you can very easily find what you're looking for. That's where technology helped a lot. And of course, the whole connectivity about sharing, commenting, posting, those investing, investments go Facebook or investment goes Instagram kind of features as well. All right. You put this all together. So how do you define a superior performance? from using your platform, right? What are, what are your metrics or how, what is your philosophy? Um, when, when, do you, when would you say that the clients got a great outcome from using the platform? I'm not sure whether this is a question whether you get a superior performance in respect to portfolio performance. In the end, nobody has the crystal ball, right? But 
our conviction is that that we help investors to really place the money where they are where they have interests in where they are convinced that the money should be put put on and not just follow some some guidance by the banks which can which can also be very helpful and be, could be done in parallel but in the end our ambition is to help people how to translate a certain idea in what they want to invest into real products which suit their requirements. And in the end, hopefully this will also lead into better performance, but it will also help people to really stick through maybe tougher times because they are convinced in, in the idea of the investment, in the, in the investment manager, etc., and they are not distracted by short-term market movements. Very well. And you mentioned the uh, clients a little bit. So who, who is your target segment? We started with uh, how we constructed, right? And we said that we have a very strong B2C angle and that we also have a B2B angle. On the B2C side, basically everyone above 18 is our client. Our remuneration is not on assets under management, which is the typical banking way of pricing services. It's basically a subscription. It's an abonnement, as we know it from the Netflixes of this world. And on the B2B side, as, as we mentioned, we're building a market. We have all the typical providers of investment ideas, be it in a form of a fund, in a form of a portfolio, in a form of an ETF. Those are banks, those are asset managers, and those are also multifamily offices. But those are also brokers. Because brokers have a huge amount of clients who are not advised, who are what we call in banking jargon, self-directed or execution only. And right. an overlay like that is super powerful. And Rudy, maybe one important topic to tackle also here. We mentioned it at the beginning, we are an investment selection platform. If you want to trade, and that's something which was very important, it was a strategic decision for us, the way to trade going forward would be that you build a portfolio with your mushroom and then you execute it through your broker or bank of preference. We deliberately took the decision. We don't want to replicate another broker or a bank. And what we've also figured out is that people have a very strong belief in banking and trust in banking when it comes to safekeeping. So why make people change something which they like, add rather on what they would need and let them use what they currently also already happily using. So trading with a preferred broker and banker and selecting with us. It's not yet automated, but we are planning to implement that in the next couple of months. Wonderful. So what is the next milestone that you that you are targeting? One of the big milestones we actually had last week when we launched the alpha version of, of our platform and when we also started our marketing campaign. So this was indeed a very big step, which we worked for for the last 18 months. And having a look more in, into the future, then, of course, we have multiple features which we would like to include in the platform. So the development more on the technical side. We spoke about the geographical expansion, which we are already planning and then, of course, also on the client side, we at the moment, as we said, we are talking to, to certain institutional clients. We are, we are expanding our B2C universe. And there we, are, we have a very long pipeline. And the communication and the conversation with these kind of clients is definitely extremely important to us. And we will dedicate a lot of time to that in, in the coming weeks and months. 
And also for the team, of course, not only Luba and myself can do that. We are in the meanwhile a team of, of almost nine people. So nine people, but not, not, not all of them are working 100% for you, Mushroom. A third partner in the team who is responsible for communication and marketing. Uh, we have a developer here in Switzerland who is mainly dealing with the, with the financial data, which is a very big topic. And then we have our, our programmers in, in Bulgaria, which we are working together. And Luba already mentioned that a bit earlier. But also here, the team in Switzerland, we are expanding at the moment. So we, we are looking to get more support on the tech side, also here on the ground. And, and we are also looking for, for more support on the marketing side. Yeah, I, I would say these are the biggest changes which are coming up over the next weeks. Well, wonderful to hear. So everyone listening, remember hiring. Brilliant. Where can interested parties reach you? What's the best way to find out more about you, Mushroom? And the best way is you visit our webpage, umushroom.com. Uh, or if you have something specific to get in touch with us, then you can use our email address. It's hello at umushroom.com. You can also follow us on all the different social media channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much, Luba and Tonya, and good luck to you, Mushroom. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com, where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests, or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at voiceoffintech.com. Happy to hear from you. Thank you.